Well, hey, you guys, welcome to the Connection Point Worldview podcast. And uh, my name is Ron. I'm here, as always, with Pastor Trey Shigley and Dr. Zach Breitenbach. They head up our Worldview department here at Connection Point in central Indiana. And um, our our podcast today is a little bit different. Uh, In general, this is designed to help take you as a parent or a leader or guardian deeper into places your student has already gone. Um, We're going to help you do that today, but we're recovering. We're covering back... uh, a couple of weeks ago, you guys did a pretty cool thing that was a little different than normal rather than a a full topic and direct teaching thing. Week two of the Senior Worldview series, you did an open Q&A. That's pretty cool and uh, gutsy. (laughs) So um, what did that look like and why did you guys choose to do a question and answer with them? Yeah, well, uh, we let them vote on what they wanted to do for their senior series. We had three weeks with them. We picked what we were going to do the first week and say, hey, here's like six options. The top two choices is what we're going to do the next two weeks. And their top choice was they wanted to do a Q&A. Awesome. That was one of the options. And I, I love that. Uh, so they, this was just a great chance to uh, let them tell us what's on their minds. Uh, Q&As, I think, Whenever we do them, they seem to be pretty well received because I think students really like to be able to not just hear whatever we decide they need to hear and we pick the topic and teach them, but this is a chance for them to kind of talk about what's what's important to them. Um, and we wanted to make this a very open and informal kind of conversation. We even asked them some questions. We also gave them a list of questions. Uh, that they could kind of uh, pick from if they wanted to. But we said, hey, you can ask us anything. It can be about theology and and doctrine. It can be about evidence or apologetics. It can be about moral issues related to the Christian life. It could be about, like, personal questions they have for us, you know. Yeah. Uh, Just just personal advice, anything like that, whatever they wanted. Um, And then we'd ask them a few questions that we sprinkle along the way. And that was kind of the format. They wanted it, uh, and I, I thought it was. I thought it was well received. I thought it was. So it was good. I, it's honestly, it sounds like something I would want to be a part of, and and even on the adult end, I can imagine tons of adults would want that. You know, I could picture a, a weekend gathering where you know you open it up and I, there would be hundreds of questions. You know, that's yeah. so true. We all like always have questions. Yeah. That pop up, whether you're reading scripture or listening to a sermon or just thinking about God or life in general. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really good to give uh, people, and especially students, spaces where those are encouraged and where they can kind of bring them up in a safe environment and uh, talk about those things. Yeah, right. That's That That to me seems like the, the biggest thing because it's you want to give some response to questions and and also gives you a little insight into where students are and what they're really thinking about and processing. Um, but it also, it's, I imagine it's kind of a cultural thing just to say there's no such thing as a bad question. It's okay to ask questions rather than maybe uh, what what you might find in different cults where it's almost like don't ever ask a question, swallow hook, line, and sinker yeah. what we tell you and never question anything. This invites a whole different perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the part you just said about like getting insights into what they're they're thinking—that to me was my like favorite part of this. Mm. I just like asking them a few things. Like, I know I asked them like, "What do you want, uh, sort of, your parents to know about you, or, or maybe your adult leaders? How do you feel like you're maybe misunderstood?" Because uh, I I think that's just really useful information for me personally. Because you yep. kind of hear where they're coming from, hear what 
you know, maybe we as adult leaders could, could do better um, to, to resonate with them. Uh, so it was it was fun for me going back and forth um, and hearing their thoughts. And we even invited them to answer some of their own questions before we'd wait. Oh, interesting. They, yeah. Somebody asked something. Yeah. This is another way we get to hear what they think. It's like, okay, well, what do you guys think? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and we, we'll give our thoughts too. But That's cool. That was that was also fun for me. So so what were some of the maybe favorite questions that, that uh, students asked that you guys had? Yeah, one of my favorites was uh, they kind of talked about what is the role of emotions play in our faith mm-hmm. and how do we know it's not just all emotions or we're just kind of tricking ourselves, but also what if they aren't feeling emotions? Like, is, is that bad? And so getting to talk about the role of emotions and one of my favorite quotes is that uh, emotions, they are wonderful tools, but terrible masters. Mm-hmm. And so th- they they help us uh, enjoy things, see things. They they kind of make us aware of maybe things within us that are happening. Um, so they're they're great tools, um, but they're also terrible masters. You don't want them to control you, or or you make decisions solely based on your emotions. And so I talked about how um, one of the rules of apologetics is making sure it's not all emotionalism. We aren't following God just because it's a great idea or it makes us feel good, but we actually think we're placing our faith in something that has evidence behind it. Hmm. Um, and yet at the same time, uh, it's good to have an emotional experience encounter with God. And I think you should strive towards that. Um, but to make sure that you don't put that above God himself. Hmm. And a lot of times we really want the, uh, the emotional side of the faith even more than we want God himself. And hmm. so, uh, not idolizing the emotions, but also saying, hey, they're a beautiful, wonderful, desired part of your relationship with God. Because it's not just someone who's out there we're believing in, but it's a personal being that we're in relationship with. And so there should be these emotions involved. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was a good good question, good conversation. Uh, I thought it was interesting how many of them were curious about, uh, say, Catholicism. There was a lot oh, of questions about that. How are, how are what how is what Catholics believe different than uh-huh. what we believe? Yeah. Um, and what do we think about that? And and even like uh, non-Christian religions as well. There there was a question about uh, LDS about Mormonism mm-hmm. and you know what's that all about and how's that different? So I think they're used to hearing a lot about okay this is what the Bible teaches is what we right. believe, but they don't hear a lot about well. You know, why are there different Christian groups? Why are there these different denominations? Why, yeah. How are Catholics different? Yeah. Uh, why do they have, like, different books in the in the Old Testament than us? And yeah. uh, they had questions about all that stuff and, and about other faiths. So I, I think they're just hungry to learn more about not just, like, well, here's the Christian answers to everything, but, yeah. you know— well, you know, what do other people believe and how is it different? Right. So. Yeah, that's that helps because you can, you can almost map out a, a, a whole future set of series to— address based on some of the questions, you know, yes, which you couldn't yeah. go into maybe in depth here. You could at a yeah. future date, which will be yeah. super cool. So um, why do you think it's it's important for parents to encourage their students to ask their toughest questions? Yeah, I, we, we encourage students to encourage their kids to do this all the time. And it's so important. Uh, I know for me, one of the major milestones of my faith is when I had really tough questions when I was in middle school. 
And I finally worked up the courage to bring some of them up to my dad. And he was so excited and he affirmed my questions and helped me lean into the questions uh, because ultimately we should never be worried when our students are searching for the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if we believe uh, that Christianity is true, that Jesus is who he says he is, uh, then when they're seeking out the truth, it's only going to lead them to Jesus. And so uh, that was huge for my faith because what happens when you stifle questions is you make them figure out their faith on their own. Mm. And that sets you up. It separates you often from the body of Christ or leads you into um, kind of influences that really aren't that helpful or biblical. Mm -hmm. And so when you encourage students to ask questions, it's saying, hey, we can process this together and you don't have to figure this out on your own. Um, and questions aren't the uh, like something to be scared of, or mm-hmm. it doesn't show a lack of faith. It actually shows a presence of kind of a humility, but also this hunger and this eagerness to know the truth. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think that doesn't happen a lot of times in churches. In fact, uh, in these surveys, like groups like Barna do, where they uh, research people that have walked away from their faith, say in the 18 to 29 range, why, why do two out of three walk away? A big reason that they see often is that they will report, well, I was discouraged from an, uh, asking my questions. Mm-hmm. Or when I did ask them, I would just get sort of a, a pat answer or I was told, well, you just got to have faith. You know, you shouldn't be shouldn't be asking this and questioning. This isn't right, you know, right. for you to be doubting like this. And they were they got the impression that doubts were bad, and then they got the impression that well, maybe there aren't answers to it. That's why they don't want to give me a decent answer. And then you just kind of lose faith in the leadership of your church that that's that's not giving you answers, or in your parents when your parents refuse to give you answers. Um, so I think it's great, like with Trey's story, his dad took his question seriously and encouraged them. It didn't distress, distress him where he's like, hey, you, you know, you're not supposed to be questioning. Just just believe what we've already uh, always told you. My parents were like that, too. And I, I know I went through my own kind of crisis of faith at different times. And um, and I would ask questions and my questions were, were taken seriously. So I just think that's really important because what's really big is when you have questions and you don't ask them, then you start living out a fake faith. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. you you start trying to guess, like, how should I act in this situation? What is it the right way? And so more and more you start presenting a front and an, an image you think is what's appropriate. Um, and the more you do that, the less your faith really is your own. Um, and then the less that uh, like the people you interact with can actually help you grow in your faith because they're addressing things that aren't actually uh, your real needs. Your real needs aren't really being verbalized. And so um, having a faith that becomes your own and stronger uh, is only possible through questions. That's awesome. I, yeah, we've all got questions. And if there is no environment to process that, then, yeah, you either stuff it or maybe seek out in the wrong direction or whatever. Or like with seniors, not too far here ahead, they're going to be out, you know, perhaps in a a college university setting where questions will be posed to them Mm -hmm. that maybe if they haven't even processed the the question, (laughs) the question is going to be asked or forced upon them. And if they've never wrestled through it ahead of time, then, um, you know, you're, you're just kind of, up for whatever the professor might want to do with that or whatever. 
Yeah. You don't want other people to be answering these questions for your teenager, right? <laughs> right. You, you want to be able to have speak a role and speak into it mm-hmm. and, and address it yourself yeah. and have your church speak into it yeah. as well. Because they're going to they're gonna seek answers to the big questions of life from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and if you refuse to answer, they'll, they'll just go other places. Yeah. Well, that's huge because I, I think that's a fundamental value. It would be for... for not just students, but for all of us to really own our own faith and not be riding on the coattails of uh, just because our parents said it or to please them or whatever, but at some point really coming into a full uh, ownership of your own faith, which I think can only come if you've processed a lot of this, right? And you see a lot of this in like these uh, deconstruction videos that you watch online if, if you watch those. I mean, if you haven't, you know, kind of search for that. And you'll see uh, young people that talk about how they walked away from their faith and why they did. And a lot of times you'll hear them say things like, well, it just stopped making sense. I mean, I kind of just followed what my parents taught. I really believed, But then I started asking questions and no one really had answers. Mm-hmm. And then I started realizing this was all a bunch of junk that mm-hmm. I've been realiz- uh, following my whole life. And I just started thinking for myself and realizing that this doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. And that's just tragic because there are good answers to these questions. Yes. They just weren't being given the answers. Um, well, so. that, that kind of leads to, to maybe another question I had. What, what if a parent doesn't really feel equipped to answer some of the questions that might be coming from, from their students? Yeah, I, I would say the first step would be take a deep breath. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Sometimes we get this like fight or flight response. I mean, I do it sometimes when I'm leading a small group and someone asks a, a tough question. It's just like we start panicking and want to give them an answer right away. And it's just like take a deep breath, actually think about the question. And if you don't know the answer, tell them that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as simple as that. Like, you know what? That's a great question. Affirm the question. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, I, I'm not really sure. Here's maybe my first thought, but why don't we figure it out together? Hmm. And so it's continuing the conversation. It's saying, let's do this together, figure it out. Um, And it's not shutting it down. And then you and your student can go on a journey of kind of researching or looking it up or talking to other people uh, together. And so it can be a thing that actually grows your knowledge of the faith, but also really helps them grow their faith and see what it looks like. Like, what is the process when you have questions? Well, mm-hmm. what if you have questions and your parent isn't around? Then you've seen it modeled of what it looks like to pursue the truth. Um, so that's that's the first kind of thing I would say. Yeah, it, it could really bond you, you know, too, as you're, as you're on this journey together to try to find an answer. And, and like Trey said, this is a, 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 an ability that they're going to need to develop anyway because nobody knows all the answers and you need to learn how to look things up and find good sources of information and uh, reliable sources of information and kind of track down a problem and when you when you resolve something that you didn't know before that's just a great faith affirming experience um, and, and, it, and it can really uh, strengthen your faith as a parent and and the students at the same time and also you can you can call in reinforcements too you know like that's that's kind of what uh, me and Trey are here for anyway right. is to kind of come alongside you as a parent and help strengthen the faith of of your student and so uh, we we would love nothing more than if you came to us and say hey you know uh, I was asked this question by my high school student and or middle school student or whatever age your students are and I didn't really know what to say I gave them this answer but 
you know, what would you say and how could you help me out? And we, we would love to talk with you about that. And we're always available to meet with you, you know, whether over the phone or email or in person. We would love having those uh, those conversations. That's a big part of what we're here to do. Um, so you're not alone yeah, in this. That's huge. That's huge. So, I mean, part of part of it then is if you part of the answer it is potentially I don't know but I'll go find out or let's go find out and yeah. I think that can be helpful and then yeah. that'll continue to cultivate that pursuit of the truth I really like that because like like some of the videos that that you've you've shown me even TikTok or whatever where where you know students have walked away or public about the deconstruction part they they don't ever get to the reconstruction they just well i had some questions and so i just bailed i just walked away as opposed to yeah really seeking out some questions and us as parents we can do this i it would probably just strengthen my own faith if i had to go study and find some answers you know i have to i feel that way every single time that i have to get up to preach you know sometimes i'm only a week ahead of the people that i'm teaching because i've spent the time studying that is such a good motivation as a parent to continue growing um in in your faith because that's so true there's so many times i'm googling things because a student asked me something and i'm learning and growing right because i'm trying to help disciple them and i think a lot of times what we do is we're scared because we feel like we won't have all the answers yeah so we only want to step into discipleship opportunities or really this could apply to so many areas of life evangelism or, or whatever but like discipleship opportunities until we feel like we're 100 percent prepared yeah. and if you do that you will never <laughs> step into those opportunities yep, yeah. and so you kind of have to uh at, at the end of the day rely on the holy spirit and have a posture of humility where it's the goal isn't to know everything mm-hmm. the goal is to rely on god mm-hmm. And there's, at the end of the day, going to be things we don't fully understand, um, but we can understand a lot and we can learn a lot. And it takes meditating on scripture and talking to trusted uh, individuals and and prayer, asking the Holy Spirit for guidance and discernment and um, just discussion. Because I think one of the things that is so bad for your faith is when you try to figure out in isolation. So um, taking that scripture, the Holy Spirit community, kind of as partners is huge. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Nobody knows all the answers to everybody, uh, everything except for God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so you don't need to feel bad. Uh, even even us, that's kind of our job is to help kids find answers. Uh, we, we have to look things up to. Sometimes yeah. We, we don't always have <laughs> that's all the answers to everything. <laughs> um, so it's okay. That's great. That's great. Well, I can't thank you guys enough for for uh, answering some of their questions and being a resource uh, for us as as parents and uh, just wanting to help equip us too because we've got our questions and and that's uh, nice to have these extra resources. Thanks also for making it a safe place that we can ask questions and uh, we'll be praying for you as parents as you create that culture of just relationship and no questions a bad question if they're pursuing the truth and uh, however we can come alongside you we're happy to to do that if you got more questions about the church you can go to cp.church it's a good place to start if you go down to the staff page and look up the uh, worldview department you'll see trey and zach there and there'll be a link there for their email address if you got a specific question you can reach us that way otherwise god bless we'll be back with another episode here real soon 
We'll be praying for you in the meantime.